It can be the worst nightmare for an offense when you start off with the ball inside your own red zone and then fumble the ball in your end zone. It's touchbacks in the end zone and the history of it with footballarchaeology.com's Timothy P. Brown comes in to talk about it in the pig pen in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal to positive football history. And welcome to another Tuesday as we have deemed to be footballarchaeology.com day here on Pigskin Dispatch. Timothy P. Brown of that website is here to talk about another great tidbit he's had on the great history of football. Tim, welcome back to the Pig Pen. Hey, Darren. Thank you. Looking forward to, to talking a bit today about fumble. Yeah, fumbles usually have such a a negative aspect, but they can really change a game, uh, you know, real quick. And and you have a really interesting, uh, I guess, factoid or ancient rule of football, not ancient, but old rule of football uh, that uh, has to do with fumbling into the end zone and uh, what transpires after that. So maybe you could enlighten us on your tidbit uh, that you've put out recently. Yeah, so, you know, this is one where, I don't know, a couple times a season, there's some big game and a big moment where somebody fumbles a ball, you know, they're trying to stretch to get into the end zone or they get hit, you know, inside the five or, you know, one way or another, they they fumble the ball and the ball goes into the end zone and either rolls out the back or rolls more commonly rolls out the side of the end zone. And so that kind of play is ruled a touchback in American football. And every time uh, people get all mad about it and they start discussing it. And so I finally, after, uh, you know, recently in one of the playoff games, uh, Chiefs wide receiver, you know, Hardman fumbled at the one and, you know, the ball rolls out of the end zone. So then it becomes the, became the Buffalo Bills ball on the 20. And so, you know, I just figured, okay, let me kind of look back. I mean, I knew what the rules were, but I just figured I'd kind of spell it out in a, in a tidbit. And, it, you know, it goes back to, you know, there was a time, well, the original football rules of 1876, safety and touchback don't get mentioned because they didn't exist at the time. Um, they they came along a couple of years later, uh, the, what they called the safety touchdown originally, um, you know, if you if you touch the ball down in your own end zone, then you, you got to go and either uh, take the ball. You got to, to, you took the ball out to either twenty or twenty five at the time. I think it was twenty five, and um, and then you could, uh, you know, you kept well. You had to kick the ball, uh, but you know, back in those days, the team when you kicked it, you kept it, you know, 
because you only you dribbled kicked it. You just kicked a little, you know, little distance. Then you were able to retain the ball, and then you'd get, you know, two more or well, you'd retry to make a first down. Um, so, anyways, it was just it became, you know, Princeton in particular kind of went against the spirit of that rule and and had these stalling games, what they call block games against Yale. So then they put in the, you know, each team, you only get three downs, right? Um, and um, so it's one of those things that um, then in 1898, they distinguished safeties from touchbacks based on uh, which team uh, had the impetus or created the force uh, to put the ball behind the behind the goal line. So if uh, if you're on offense and you go behind the goal line and you're tackle there, okay, that, that's a safety. Um, but if the def- if the defense or the other team forces it behind the goal line, then it's a touchback. So we all know that. But, you know, again, those are things somebody had to make them up at one point, with those rules. And so I kind of talked in this tidbit about um, – I'm not even sure sure how I should pronounce the word that I made up, acronym that I made up, but something like <laughs> AFRA. All football rules are arbitrary, right? I mean, <laughs> it's a game. Everybody, you know, all the rules were missing somebody. Um, but so, but I think that the bigger thing is just that, what, I mean, I still like the rule as it is. You know, other people obviously don't, but, you know, to me, part of it is just, you know, in football to date, um, it's always rejected the idea of stop points. You know, there have been times when uh, one person or another called for, in the 20s, a bunch of people were saying, you should get a point for a first down, right? And, you know, then, the, you know, this, but that went around. There was, t- you should get points if you penetrate what we now call the red zone. Um, but each time that got, that rejected. So, you know, football still, the only way you get points is if you get the ball over the goal line um, or you tackle somebody on the wrong side of the goal line or if you kick the ball over the goal post, which used to be on the goal line. Now they're on the on the end line. So, so I, you know, it's just, it, for me, it just works out that, you know, I want the line to be meaningful, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a... There's a reason you don't get points if you on goal line stands where, you know, you pound the ball pound the rock four times to try to get into the end zone. But if you don't, you know, if it doesn't cross the plane, you don't get any points. And so this is basically just a, it's just following that same logic, following that same rule. If you end up, you know, putting the ball into the other team, into the other team's end zone and it goes out of bounds. Hey, too bad for you. You shouldn't have fumbled. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it, uh, it, it's the most basic uh, mantra and concept of the game is one team's yeah. trying to get the ball over the opponent's goal line and the opponent's trying to stop them from getting over the goal line. So it, it makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. And yet every time and there's people who are just you know vociferous <laughs> <laughs> about it, you know, in saying this is the wrong rule. And um, so, I don't know, I still like it, but I did point out as well in the tidbit that Canadian football, uh, you know, I, and I showed the rule from, you know, the, at least the 2023 year, what that 
or a uh, rule book that uh, shows that you know, if you fumble into the end zone and it goes out in Canadian football, and it just comes back to the spot of the fumble. Now, I didn't look into it enough to figure out if that rule, you know, was developed in in part because of the single or the rouge or you know if it was just something they just said ah no we don't like that rule anymore we're going to change it so but it it is you know i mean if you really want to change it i'm at it the canadians have already written the rule for you so (laughs) other than a couple terminological changes uh it's good to go (laughs) yeah i don't i don't think they should personally change it i mean i understand why i think you're right canada has that because of the rouge but you know american football we don't we don't have that that uh, extra way of scoring and uh you know i i i like it because you know if you wanted to score don't well don't fumble the ball and let it go out of the end zone you know we we had you know, like you said you had the the hardman fumble you had in the uh, afc championship game you had the the young receiver for the ravens a fumble at the, at the one inch line and it went in the end zone. It didn't go out of bounds, but uh, Kansas city recovered yeah. it. So, I mean, yeah. that, that's what you expect. They, you fumble outside, the other team recovers in the end zone as a touchback. It's the same thing. If you fumble it and it goes out of bounds, you've sort of given yeah. up possession at that point because it crossed the goal line. If it ha- goes out of bounds at the one yard line, well, you'd still retain possession because the offense retains possession. It's just, it's just a, you know, that line of debarkation, it's an important line. Like you said, it's, you know, the two most important lines on the whole football field are those, those two goal lines. So, and I, yeah. I think that yeah. makes it special and makes some, for some special circumstance. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't write about the, you know, if, if the, if the defense recovers the ball in the end zone, then, oh yes, of course, obviously that's a touchback. Uh, but that's a really good point. And uh, I didn't include that in the, in the, in the write-up, but that, it makes total sense. Yeah, I I wonder. I mean, I can remember back uh, in my officiating days, we had you know what's called case books, where they give you some theoretical plays, and it helps you learn the rule. Separate book from the rule book, but that corresponds yeah. to the rule book. And they had one time a play that was very interesting. I think it was something like uh, one team threw an interception, picked it off in the end zone. The the player for the de- the defender that picked it off is running in the end zone like he's going to return it out, gets hit and fumbles the ball, and the original offensive team jumps on the on the ball. You know what do you what do you have? And it's a you know interesting you know that that's where the imaginations go wild because first your first inkling yeah. you know, just by watching is well it's a touchdown. Well, no, it isn't because they gave up possession. You know, it's uh, well. It would be a, it would be a touchdown, but or you take that yeah. take that same circumstance. He fumbles it and it goes out of bounds. Well, now it could be a safety against the defending team. You know, if if the offensive team yeah. doesn't recover, is where I was going with that. You know, it is a touchdown if they they do jump on it. Uh, but uh, yeah, just some some weird things that can happen there with possession and in that that end zone, you know, the ten yards between the goal line and the end line. It's amazing what can happen in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I've got a couple of those case books. I've never really tried to go through them, but, um, they are, I've got the, you know, a couple of high school ones from the whatever seventies or eighties. They're, they're kind of fun. Yeah. I just gotta, you just gotta remember who, who's a, who's B who's K and who's R through, <laughs> through the whole thing. That's 
And uh, just for you who's listening, A is offense, B is defense, and K and R are pretty obvious. That's on the kicking game. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it makes some some interesting reading and really helps. It's a really a great tool for for officials and for anybody to understand the rules. It's a, a great great tool. So whoever does those things, that uh, they do a nice job of it at all levels. Yeah. But but Tim, uh, you you do a nice job of uh, you know bringing some of these uh, these oddities of football. Sometimes they're they're you know old rules that we don't understand because they're not used anymore. Sometimes they're a modern rule like we talked about today or a modern aspect that we just don't really get to talk about because we don't see it that often, but it's a kind of a cool thing to, to chat about. Yeah. Um, so, you know, easiest thing to do is just go to footballarchaeology.com, subscribe. Alternatively, you can follow me on, on Twitter or threads um, or subscribe, uh, you know, get the Substack app. And there's a way you can follow within Substack without necessarily, you know, getting the email. So you just read it just kind of more or less like you would with uh, on Twitter or threads. So that's it. Whatever, you know, floats your boat. Uh, well, you have a lot of things that uh, float uh, us uh, people that love football history's boat, and uh, we we enjoy it on on all the different social media and your Substack, and we appreciate you doing that and coming on this this program each week and talking about one of those uh, recent ones that you've done, and we, we hope to do it again next Tuesday. Very good. Look forward to it. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.